Welcome back to Point of View. Earlier today on the radio show, I had a chance to visit with Hunter Pinckney, a former UND football player, and an amazing story to see how God is using this young man. There's a lot to this conversation, so I just want to play some of it for you tonight. Here's some of that conversation. Oh, man, it's such an honor for me to talk to you. And I, I you know, don't want to be presumptuous here, so I, I think most people know your story. But if you don't mind, let's just start there. Share with a little bit about you know, growing up in Wishick, played football at UND, and then uh, have had an incredible trial that you were overcoming now. Yeah, Chris, you know, I'm a North Dakota kid. I'm a, uh, I'm a proud Class B uh, for, for all the North Dakota people. They know Class B kid, uh, what that means and what that's all about. But uh, I grew up in Wishick, town of a thousand, graduated uh, with 18 in my class. So when I say that I graduated number one in my class to people, um, I usually leave out that I had 18. <laughs> Um, but, uh, from high school, I went to, I went to, uh, UND, um, and that's where my family went. Um, my grandpa played basketball there, Fred Lukens in the seventies and then had a lot of success, was an all American. And then my mom also competed at UND. So for me, it was, uh, the chance to become a third generation athlete at UND and, and I jumped on it. Coach Wagger gave me an opportunity uh, to play football and I had a really good run, played four years there. You know, three playoff appearances, two conference championships, and, and really enjoyed my time up there. And then um, my story recently, um, I went on a skiing trip after the end of the 2019 season. I went on <clears throat> went on a trip out to Keystone, Colorado with my buddy Noel Wanzik. And on the first run of the day, as I was coming out of the trees, um, another skier crossed into my path. Um, we collided and I ended up going headfirst into a tree. Um, what injury I sustained was a spinal cord injury at the T6-7 level, which leaves me fully paralyzed with no feeling or no function um, below my chest. Um, so I rehabbed in Colorado and came back to North Dakota last um, last March, right kind of as the pandemic was hitting full throttle. Um, but I got back into the swing of things, um, took some summer school. I had a full internship, I think June 1st, I was... I had a full internship and seven credits of summer school. So I jumped right back into it. And then I just recently, about well, what, about 10 days ago, I think now, um, just graduated uh, from UND with my mechanical engineering degree and a minor in mathematics. So that's, it's been a wild, it's been a wild past uh, 16, 17 months, no doubt. Congratulations on graduating. Um, one of the Thank things, you. Thank yeah, you man, much. I just, you know, it, that's one of the things I just so cherish about you and your character and your story is that you, you could have won another direction and you chose not to. And I think one of the things that jumped out, I saw your story where you were asked to be part of fellowship of Christian athletes and, you know, you weren't maybe perfect your freshman year and you're like, wait a second, why, why are you asking me to be a part of this? And, and you took it on. Yeah. Uh, and I, one of the things I've just been really excited to, to chat with you about is you go through this accident and many people, as I said, could have chosen a different path. How did you make it mean, okay, father, you are working on me and how has he worked on your character? How has your character changed through this? And maybe it hasn't. Right. <clears throat> well, Chris, you know, they tell you at the hospital, I, I, I rehab that a top 10 rehab facility in the world at Craig hospital in Denver. And they told me early on, usually people with spinal cord injuries go one of two ways. Um, they'll either, you know, skyrocket and their life will just take this upward trajectory where they really find success and find purpose, 
or it'll just go the opposite way and they'll dwindle and, and kind of fade and, and really struggle. And I just made a, a decision early on that I was going to do everything in my power uh, to make sure I went in the right direction. And so um, my character, uh, man, I've, I've evolved. Um, it's definitely developed over this past 17 months, but you know, the m- biggest miracle in my story is um, I'm still the same guy. Uh, you know, tell me, Chris, how you go head first into a tree and you don't have a concussion, um, no brain injury whatsoever. Um, that's just a first miracle. Um, you know, I get it. I was wearing a helmet and people can say the helmet, you know, saved my, saved my life. And it did. Um, but man, you go head first into a tree and I didn't even have a concussion. That's, that was unbelievable. So, um, I'm still the same guy. I'm still the same hunter, but no doubt has, uh, has my faith and my, my character developed, you know, I, uh, I'm definitely more appreciative, um, and grateful and, and I definitely live a life, you know, I talk about it when I speak to students, but, um, I live a life where I say, I'm just glad that I got a glass. You know, a lot of people look at life like, uh, you know, my glass is half full or my glass is half empty or man, I just, I feel like I got nothing left. And man, to those people that feel like I got nothing left, you still got a glass. Um, you're still there. And so that's kind of my mindset and my character is I still got a glass. And the best thing about a glass is that its purpose is to be filled again. And so um, that's just my mindset that um, I found if I still have a glass, um, whether it be somebody else or the Lord, um, man, that glass can be filled again. And and then once that thing's filled up, um, then it starts overflowing and, and you get to pour into other people. And um, that's really how I feel right now. I feel like so many people have poured into me. It's, it's kind of my chance to start pouring into others. Thank you for that. One of the things that really jumped out to my story that I want people to know, jumped out to your story that I want people to know is, you know, you, you hit the tree and I believe it was the person that you had almost ran into came over to you. And what was the first thing you asked him? Yeah. You know, he, he came, he came over to me and, and I said, sir, uh, sir, are you a Christian? And uh, he said, yeah, yeah, I am. And he knelt down beside me and maybe in the scariest moment of my life, um, you know, I called out to God and I said, uh, well, I think we should pray. And we prayed on the mountain. Um, and even if I, as I think about it now, um, almost 17 months later, I get goosebumps because Chris, I can, I can honestly tell you sitting here in a wheelchair, um, I'm more at peace with my future than I ever was standing on two feet. Mm. Um, and I really think that can only come, um, from some above. Uh, I think that can only come from the thousands and thousands of people that have been praying for me. Um, and so, yeah, I, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, when you look back on it, um, it's pretty amazing how the Lord was working even on the mountain that day. Uh, man, uh, peace, came over me, um, from that day and it stayed with me the entire, entire way. Wow. So from that moment, you had this sort of unspeakable peace come to you. Yeah, I really, I really can't describe it any other way. Um, you know, my buddy, Noel Wanzik probably got to the accident scene 15 minutes after. Thank you so much to Hunter for his time today, his insight, and uh, please continue to keep Hunter and his family in your thoughts and prayers.
All right, stay with us when we come back. We'll have our leadership quote of the day and much, much more. Please stay with us. And as always, please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back. 